Like most of human history, this show is filled with coarse language, is totally filthy, and is absolutely unfit for children. Listener discretion is advised. legitimately been okay with it, it it's, it's been Manson. Charles Manson. Yeah. Like, honestly, the, asking you both legitimately, yes, there's foam coming out of your beer, Michael. Just drink it. It just keeps doing it. I'm sure it's fine. It's beer. That happens. It's a homebrew. Oh, fun. Who's? Um, we're actually going to talk about it. Ooh, that is like... That, that's the facial expression of someone who really liked what they just did. Oh, oh my. Huh. Okay, the beer tastes better than the foam did. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, that's typically the case. So, legitimately, say, like, I don't know, a circus came to town or something, and they're like, hey, while you're here, you know, if you pay an additional ten bucks, you can go see the corpse of Charles Manson. Absolutely. I'd pay... I'd, I'd pay like twenty. Bucks. I'd just give him a hundred dollars and much, say I'll be here all week. Do you know how much fun that'd be? Just to take like selfies of Manson's corpse. Oh man, you could turn do, it like funny things. Like it'd be a group picture of us. Brittany's giving him bunny ears and shit. I'd I'd oh, haul him down God. to Florida, get him over there with some Imagineers, and turn it into a fortune teller station. That'd be great. It'd be so much fun. Oh my God. You could have the Hall of Presidents and Charlie Manson. <laughs> That's awful. <laughs> Wouldn't that be a dream? Just be able to do a really good Charles Manson impression to just walk along oh Hollywood. God. Yeah. Oh, man. No. Oh, I no. found her Halloween costume for Disney I'm gonna, World. I'm going to do Charlie Manson. I'm going to go to the Hall of Presidents and like the Abraham Lincoln one's going to start up and be like, I was born in a log cabin. And be like, I am a log cabin, Jack. <laughs> I was born in the darkness of your hearts. <laughs> I came out of the womb a fully formed monster ready to leap upon the soul of the American people. The American people are the demon. I I am the cure. <laughs> I would leave. No, I would you leave you there. Be, you wouldn't be able to leave. The police would see you with me and, and we'd both be there. No, you just dress her up as squeaky. It'd be great. <laughs> that, I told you my Please stand idea, still right? and cross your eyes. <laughs> I've told you like, what I want to do, right? Um, I think I can get away with this because I don't think many people will get it. I want to go for Halloween as Son of Sam and I want Chunk to be Sam Carr's dog. That's perfect. I'll be like, oh god, this dog, he's telling me to kill again. Oh. <laughs> just like, you just have like a half full, you're stumbling around drunkenly, but with, with a half like a gallon of, of milk. milk. Yeah. Oh, gross that baby. Like obvious, like dry yeah, milk. On dribbled my... through your beard. I don't like that. Don't... What, what don't you like about it? I don't like milk. <laughs> Brittany, on the topic of things you do and don't like. Hey. Uh, let's talk about Clay Aiken. <laughs> Oh, that was never. Brittany, I never forget. Brittany, I once held on to something for like over a year without mentioning it, just so I could bring it up and get someone. I'll never forget. That. I was seven, and I <laughs> I really liked American Idol, and I really liked Clay Aiken, and then he didn't win American Idol, and then I found out he was gay, and it was just like a roller coaster of emotions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like legit. I legit. You can ask my mom. I I remember like staying up late um, 
to like watch the results and Rupert Sutter won and I fucking broke. <laughs> God. It's just like I mean, like I said, it's at least it's kind of, you know, proof that um you know, you're not just a one-off lapse in judgment or something. Oh, me? Yeah. I hope not. Yeah, no, it just means like You've always had bad taste. Wow. I just, like, really... <laughs> Don't talk about my girlfriend like that. I just like really watery dudes. <laughs> I hate that term. I really don't like... Watery? I don't watery. know why. It's such a weird adjective. I'm not watery. I'm, like, Jump. thick with cool. <laughs> so how are you, Brittany? <laughs> well, I have a bug bite right on a vein. That sucks. You got I um, got one over here the other night. Oh, check me a trap. I'm I'm ready for all the bugs to hey, die. What are you doing? I'm tired of not getting attention. <laughs> I'm trying to dig through the floor, Dad. You won't feed me, so I'm looking for moles anywhere I can. <laughs> I'm looking for the darkness of the heart of the American people. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Charles Manson. <laughs> Uh, have you considered you, moving if, to Brooklyn? What would you do if you found out your dog was the like the reincarnation of Charles Manson? Be kind of fun. He'd be a fun <laughs> dog. I, I would, honestly, he'd be a great dog. I would take him to Disney and go to the Hall of Presidents. And I, <laughs> honestly, what did Charles Manson do wrong? He just wanted to hang out in the desert and eat pussy and drive in. I'm just okay. all the time. I'm just. Uh, Is okay. that really that bad? I was making sure it was being recorded. <laughs> right up until it turned into a race war thing. It was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, but he didn't mean for that to happen. Yeah, that's what all the white nationalists say too. <laughs> uh, I. So I know we don't like mentioning other media. I kind of agree with the last podcast assessment of him. He was just an idiot who tried to get ahead of something and essentially had his bluff called. Yeah, he kind of got pulled into something he wasn't ready for. He was a dumb for. criminal. Yeah. He was just desperately lying because, like I said, he wanted to take everyone out to the right. desert. So well, we're also not saying... drugs and having sex and playing on dune buggies. Yeah. Which he delivered on. Yeah. He got the dune buggy. He found the paradise. Yeah, honestly, it's kind of not at all. Speaking awful. of cults, did you know that 30 Seconds to Mars is a cult now? What? No. Yeah. It's a full-on cult. I need to see if I can find it again. But, um, yeah, I'm just minding my own business, and I'm on Facebook, and someone says something like, yeah, 30 Seconds to Mars, like, Twitter is, like, okay, fucking, like... Okay, what is 30 Seconds to Mars? It's the it's band, band right? Jared, Jared Leto. Oh, I hate him. Jared Leto <laughs> has a cult? Why? He's such a... I'm sorry. Now, there's... There's maybe, a watery man for you. Maybe I'm unfairly biased. By yeah, this yeah. Joker. They have a they have their own island now, Mars Island. What the hell? Yeah, I'm not joking. It's real. And like, what the fuck is the Jared Leto cult? Like, what is that? Let me see. Is this just to drive sales of his movies? Well, isn't he? He's doing a Spider-Man one soon, right? Isn't he doing what? Like Morpheus no, he's or something? Not. Jared Leto? Yeah. No. Yeah. What's he doing? They're going to do another Venom movie. They're gonna do what is it's not is it Morbius or Morpheus? It's not uh, the guy who is uh it's not Mysterio, but it's apparently another Spider Man film that Jared Leto's gonna depict him. What I, the fuck is this? <laughs> I also do like this is the whitest thing you'll see today as the first response. Yeah. <laughs> Look at this. It's not quite as white as you doing elf ears, but it is up there. I love is that elf. Jared Leto? So yes! he's leading a cult now? That's his band. 30 Seconds to Morse is his band. He's the lead singer. What the hell? How did you not know? <laughs> I'm kind of surprised he didn't know that. I, yeah. I live on the outskirts of American society. Oh, I can tell. 
And I am not appropriating your culture. Your no, it's not my culture. Your culture is Hobbit culture. Get out of my face. Dude, honestly, Hobbit culture is pretty fucking great. (laughs) Um, No, you're appropriating elf culture. I am an elf. (laughs) The look you gave me was so sad. (laughs) Are you, Brittany? (laughs) No. Have you ever walked through the trees in the starlight singing about Iluvatar? Have you ever danced with the devil in the pale moonlight? Yes. (laughs) What song is that? That's not a song. It's a quote from the Joker from the original Batman. No, isn't that also a song? No. Oh, fuck. That's just... That's <laughs> no, just, no, I swear to God, that's a lyric of no, a song. No, that's just Jack. That's just Jack Nicholson as the Joker. You ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? So, um, let's talk about anything else before that drives me insane, because I swear <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> that is the worst. That is legitimately Talking the worst. <laughs> Isn't it just? <laughs> you have never been less turned on. No. Oh, I'm man. so sorry. It's my favorite thing to do to her. <laughs> it is. It's his favorite thing to do to me. <laughs> Honestly, Brittany, if we're not going to go with the Rolls Royce, I don't even know why we're going. <laughs> it, it, like, I can't even try to me... do that. No. Voice to do it's like my, the... It's my stockbroker who's so rich he doesn't even have a care. Christ. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, safe here, children. <laughs> with me to my podcast corner. I do often feel Jared like Leto I, I like tricked you guys into doing this. Like, yes, come with me. I know. Well, it was like Every... one day I got here and I was like, why am I being recorded? Brittany, sit down. <laughs> sit in front of this microphone. Be funny. Be funny. And I'm like, ah. Um, another good one. Have you seen the video? It's, um, it's a guy who is going before a state, again, like city council or whatever, asking for a permit to do a straight, a straight pride march. <laughs> and oh, slips great. up his petition says we're just a peaceful racist organization awesome <laughs> and immediately gets drowned out by laughter awesome. and just points and laughs at him <laughs> <laughs> it's so great we are simply ambassadors for your rulers the white nationalists it's so fucking <laughs> awesome record, record screech yes <laughs> you may wonder how I got here <laughs> he says it and you can see his face as he realizes what he just said. Just, He's like, oh. This is the story all about how my march got flipped, turned upside down. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so great. It's just immediate instant karma. I, it's so good. Yeah. I don't feel, like, remotely No, not at all. People. No. Like Charlie Manson. <laughs> he was still kind of fun. <laughs> I don't feel sorry for him, but I, I miss I, the entertainment. Yeah, like I said, it's like the closing the American frontier. We lost something that I don't think we'll ever get back when Charles Manson died. Yeah, Sharon Tate and her daughter. No, we'll get other people like them. It's yeah. close enough. Have you guys- Babies get born every day. Let's not act like this is some. We're gonna act like they're all different. Actually, you know what? You know what? The, who the real victim was? Roman Polanski. <laughs> Because that ruined his career and made him a diddler. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, can re- I can retire. I got this can. on tape. If you're going to try and extort me for my money, you've for been like fooled. Sp- I have none. For like a split second, Michael looked like he was like taking a calculated risk. Like <laughs> I can burn it all down. <laughs> 
I I think that might legitimately be the most controversial thing I've ever seen. Oh yeah, you you pressed a whole bunch of different <laughs> buttons there. It was kind of impressive. You lined up all the dominoes and went flick. <laughs> I know. I looked at you like ha 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 ha. ha. <laughs> the fear in your eyes. <laughs> Help. I mean, in fairness, I'm in danger. <laughs> I've been making Danger. the Diddler jokes ever since we were doing a prop hunt. My spray was Diddler on the Roof. Diddler on the Roof is I one of the best things my I've ever seen. all-time favorite I'll, I'll never forget this out. Like, you guys playing it, and when you found him, and listening to D- Jake's giggle on the phone as you're chasing him, and he's a box, he's like, yes. <laughs> Jake didn't even want to win. He just wanted to spray as many I just places to be chased. as possible. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> he's a whore. He loves a good chase. My pursuit. <laughs> I have two favorite memories of that. One where I was playing against you and Dan, and I was a boot, and I was like, I'm going to go over here. So I'm like, this boot just sliding across the street, <laughs> yeah. and as I'm in the middle of the street, someone turns this corner and looks right down the street at me, so I just stop, and they stand still, and I stand still, and I'm like, they, they had to have seen me. There's no way I'm getting out of this, so I just go down and spray the ground in front of me. <laughs> And then whoever was turned around and went the other way. <laughs> they were intimidated by your panache. There's that, then the no. other one was, um... Sit. I don't think it was the same game. I think this was, and it was like you, me, Ben, Christian, and Dan were all playing. Yeah. And I saw someone, like I was hiding, and I saw someone, like one of the finders who hadn't spawned in yet. Like they were still in the countdown. So I would just spray Diddler on the roof right in front of them. They just <laughs> sat there, like waited to see them spawn in. So that would be the first thing they'd see. Oh, I remember that. That was me. It was, and I it was didn't, you or Dan. I didn't find you. No, it was Dan then. Because oh, okay. Dan immediately spawned in, saw it. Like, looked at three things in turn and just shot me. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, it killed me instantly. That's awesome. <laughs> that game is so much friggin' fun. I really want to do, wish like... I wish I could get it. Yeah, well... We, we should just, like, buy Amazon gift cards until we have enough saved up to get her, like, a decent laptop. Like, something that can just run Probably. Gary's mod. Yeah. I guess I, that's what sucks is I love my laptop. It's old and it's kicking, but, like... Honestly, yeah. I mean, I... She's, she's, she's like, pre-owned, and I've had her for four years in yeah. January. I'm not in love with, like, most Apple stuff, but I will say their laptops have some, like... I love, I love they, MacBooks. They've got some staying power to them. Yeah. At least they did. Yeah. yeah. Um... I, I don't know. I you think just have it's... to be willing to join the Steve Jobs circle jerk. So, fun fact, did you guys know penguins are rapists? Yes. Along did you, with, did along you ever with, hear that story? They're also along, necrophiles. As, along with uh, dolphins and otters. Well, no. Did you hear about the whole thing with penguins? Um, There was... Chunk. 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 What's your okay, boy? boy? Um, there was a report, like, turn of the century, like, right when, the, you know, English people were first starting to... Explore Antarctica. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a guy who basically wrote all these reports for a scientific like paper back in London about what he saw penguins do. And it was stuff like penguins would like murder younger penguins for no reason and then start having sex with the corpse. Oh. And like this, mm. like they took all these detailed notes about like penguins like forcibly raping each other and stuff. And he sent it back in London newspapers are like, we can't publish this. <laughs> And they literally sat on it for like over a century. Oh my God. Like they these got rediscovered, I think, within the past twelve years or something. <gasps> wow. But penguins. it's like pe- it's pe- No, we it's... want we want to think that penguins are cute and fluffy. They don't rape dead penguins. No, they are tiny little monstrous assholes. <laughs> Apparently they smell really bad and Oh they do. Of course they would have to. Um I remember I was watching the thing and I texted 
uh, Caitlin and Maggie because they both worked with penguins. And I was like, can you eat a penguin? Apparently they taste horrible. Ugh. Uh, it's a um, whole thing. Uh, we were trying to figure out why they had so many guns at a, you know, Antarctic facility. What? And the thing. Oh, the movie. Yeah, the, the movie, thing. the thing. The movie, the thing. Yeah, nineteen eighty-two. It's eighty-two, eighty-four. It's eighty-two or eighty-four. Somewhere in there. God, it's a good movie. It's one of the best. I fucking love that movie. Yeah, Christine and I went to the uh, aquarium when she was in town. My sister mm-hmm. and. Uh, Oh yeah, yeah. It was, yeah, we had a great time. But we tell, went tell there, me more about her. And they the they had the they had the penguin sunrise, <laughs> which is like they're cute. Like yay, the penguins are here for the morning, and you see this fucking human <laughs> press wave of children running at the glass as a penguin press wave of bodies flood out of these two side gates. Just overrunning the entire place. There's so many of them, and they're so oh, yeah. Tight. There's a lot of. Them. Oh my gosh, they're all over the place. Yep. Penguins are little monsters. They're, they're, and this one just walks right up on the rock nearest everything, looks out and surveys all of the screaming children in front of it, <laughs> spreads its wings like angels' wings, turns around and shits directly <laughs> on the rocks. <laughs> Relatable. <laughs> it was glorious. Wow. <laughs> If you were an animal, what animal would you be? Oh, shit. Um, Food for thought for the day. I don't know because I have trouble relating to animals because I'm willing to eat almost all of them. Yeah. Um, Maybe a pig. Maybe a penguin. Uh, no, because you're penguins... not allowed to say penguin, dolphin, or otter. <laughs> oh, oh shit! Otter would have been good. Oh, but they hold hands when they sleep, so they don't float away. I saw it in a meme. And they S- rape all the time. All the time, <laughs> just constant. Um, man, I don't know. Because dogs, you might be forced to do dog fighting. Sounds really awful. Um, same with chicken. Though, honestly, if I had to be a chicken, I had to choose between, like, farm chicken or Tennessee gamecock, I'd be the gamecock. Mm-hmm. If you survive, like, two or three fights, you get put into retirement. You get all the chicken pussy you want. <laughs> Do they really? Oh, yeah. they breed, they start breeding There's actually a, um, a guy, yeah, yeah, they turn him into breeding stock. Yeah. But there's a guy, and he was basically, like, doing this whole book on, like, human-animal interactions, and he talked about that, where he was essentially like, I'm not advocating, like, cockfighting. But if you gave me the choice, cock or like gamecocks live a much better life. It's like gladiatorial combat. Yeah, it's essentially like yeah, you have to fight for your life like two or three times. But if you survive, you still love it. Pussy for life. Pussy. Chicken pussy. <laughs> New I, on the menu at Popeyes. No, I've never. Heard it's my favorite thing to eat. <laughs> I've never heard something that sounds hot, so fresh awful. chicken pussy <laughs> with our new dipping sauce. <laughs> Oh man, get a side of fish tacos no. with our new chicken pussy. <laughs> Michael, no. <laughs> oh boy. I need to bathe. Soft and juicy. <laughs> uh, I don't like where I am at right now. Bernie's like gonna leave this podcast. This is the end of it. I honestly don't. Bernie's gonna leave more than this podcast. <laughs> I honestly don't know how I got here. <laughs> It was like one day we were joking about doing a podcast. The next day it was like, well, there's a microphone in front of me. I've been talking about it for years. Oh, yeah. Literally, you know, I've been trying desperately to start one of these things for a long time. Um, I didn't know that that was part of the plan, though. I know. <laughs> me neither. <laughs> I 
still don't know what animal I pick. Because honestly, all animals kind of have a shitty life right now because they're all going extinct. Yeah. Um. Um. I would be. What about you, Brittany? I'd be a bat. What would you? A bat. I'd be a bat. What kind hmm. of bat? Um. And this is important because I know, like in a city in Australia, they lost like a third of their bat population in a week because of the heat waves. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah, it was real bad. Um, it's like, oh, we're all gonna die. I'd probably be. A little brown bat. I think or a, like a brown mink- a brown long-eared bat. I think, I think I'd do a minx or a ferret. Something oh, like that. Yeah. I think that'd be kind of fun. Yeah. Wild ferret. Ooh. You just get to eat animals. You just get to be an attack monster. You're, Honestly, you're, yeah. You're like, you're like the heat-seeking missile of the animal kingdom. We have them around here. Do we really? Yeah, we have wild minxes and uh, ferrets, which I didn't know. I looked it up. Oh, man. We're going to get some beautiful coats this winter. <gasps> that is not the dream. What is that? Look, Look at this. Oh, yeah. Is it a flying fox? Yeah, with the giant no. nose. They got the giant pointy it's nose. The, it's the oh, leaf nose. Oh. oh, they're cute. Are they? They Do are. we have different definitions of cute? I love, I love. You love, pets. like, ugly, ugly animals. I, I really do. I you think gotta think that, for them. I, I, my no, heart, look at Khaleesi. My heart, Khaleesi's ugly. She's a gremlin dog. I no, love I, her. She's not. She's oh, cute. the way that she arches her back and sidles towards <laughs> no, one, two no, legs. No, no, she's <laughs> She does. Up. No, last night, Michael goes, he's like, come here, Khaleesi. And she goes, <laughs> she, hunches her, she hunches her back over and tries to raise one paw on each side as high as possible. And like, no, I was like, we're not exaggerating. Like, she legit, she like, she'll be like, like I actually there. know this behavior in dogs. Yeah, it's she like, like it's she'll some kind of like weird, like submissive thing. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, she'll sit there. She's fine. She's got her little legs crossed like a fucking lady. And then Michael will be like, come here, please eat. And she's like, yeah, and like, master. literally turns into like Igor. <laughs> I'm like, and it's like, it like, on, like a drop. Flips like a switch. Oh my God. It's so insane. Like, like I said, like a lady, she says they're so cute. And then we'll be like, come here. She's like, <laughs> and she like walks like that too. It's so fucking wild. Oh, yeah. And then she'll lay at your feet and just like immediately get on her back and be like, yeah, it's, that's a submissive thing. We tried, so we tried to teach her down. So it's like, uh, you know, like sit and then down to lie down, mm-hmm. but she'll only go down and then roll immediately over on her belly and start <laughs> she, like crying. Yeah. She doesn't know. Just Do like you down. Beat your dog. No. <laughs> no. We think the people before Lord us did, did probably, yeah. which is really sad. It's really sad, but yeah. my goodness. I mean, you're oh. you're giving her a good happy home. Michael, what kind of animal would you be? Yeah. Oh, man. Well, you I would say, like, privileges. some kind of rat. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a possum. Honestly, rats have it pretty good. Uh, mostly. Mostly. Unless you get caught. Every day for a rat is a fight for survival, and you yeah. only live, like, two years, which is both a blessing and a curse. I mean, you know, you get a lot done, though. <laughs> Do you? I think so. <laughs> Maybe if you're really lucky, you find a human corpse to live on oh, for a while. Man. Oh, isn't that the dream? Just imagine living on corpses. So I will say, for um, another episode, I've been researching a fair bit about cannibalism. Uh-huh. And I'm really just glad from it was general for, I was interest like just, or like from for, culinary for studies. For, um, for no, though I will say I had a very fun conversation with my dad where I sent him the book of the terror. And then um, I had also recommended in another conversation shortly thereafter um, The Indifferent Stars Above, which is about the Donner Party. Yeah. And then I told him about this other topic that I was reading about, and he's like, should I be concerned? <laughs> like, I'm noticing a trend here. Hey, Jake, um, based on your recent search results... Uh... You've been doing nothing but reading about people trapped in horrible wilderness situations turning to cannibalism to survive. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's, um, I'm a little bit concerned. Hey, Jake, I got on your Amazon feed, and it looks like you're being recommended corncob skewers, but for the size of a human femur? Uh... <laughs> it's weird. I was, like, I was going through my Yahoo questions, and I must have blacked out last night because I was asking questions like, you know, what kind of skewer would I have to get to roast something maybe, say, 100 to 200 pounds over an open fire, like a yeah. pig? And yeah. people just kept giving me advice for like things that were clearly meant for pigs. Like, no, I need I need something different. Yeah, different. The long. I won't get into the long speci- pig. I, I won't get into specifics, but different, different. It's word. not a pig. What about a lankier pig? <laughs> <laughs> oh, good old long pig. A long pig. Long pig. Apparently, that's human what... tastes really good. That's not what I've heard. I've heard that it's supposed to be like pork, but kind of sweeter. Hmm. There was the guy, you know about the guy that cut, had a section of his legs surgically removed. Yeah, and he had it turned into tacos, right? Uh, yeah, he actually invited people over to his house and then served his own leg meat at the dinner that's, to his friends. That's a bit much. Yeah, I think cooked, that's where I would cut He cooked and he was so obsessed with the idea that he had to know what he tasted like that he cooked and ate his own flesh. I'm just saying, I'm not like you know, like I'm not like I'm gonna do it, but I I'm very okay with like trying new foods and everything. I couldn't do that. That's that's too much. Well, it kind of. I mean, I obviously couldn't do it because one of my core rules is that if I can't kill it, I won't eat it. So I can't eat human. I think that you're um, protesting a little bit too much, Michael. I kind of get the impression that one of the reasons why you haven't gone hunting with me is that you're afraid you'll like it. You much. never invited me. I've told you multiple times that we should he go has. hunting. You, yeah, but then you never follow through on the invite. You're one of those. You're one of those. We should get lunch friends. Except this time, lunch runs. <laughs> Brittany, do you do you want to get lunch? I want to get lunch. I don't want to hunt. I I'm not asking to hunt. I'm saying do you want to get lunch? You're not going to do it. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get lunch. I'm going to get lunch. I'm actually going to get lunch just to spite you. Yeah, now, now yeah, see, I just got yeah, lunch. Just, just Jake and I are going <laughs> to go get lunch, and we're going to have a damn good time. Great, I'm going to go Talking mad shit about you behind your back. <laughs> and you're going to find, like, oh, I just I have a re- I just have a really weird image of us, like, sitting in a restaurant, just, like, having a good time, and you see Michael just, like, run past the window, <laughs> like, fuck it. Like, you're, like, click, 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 and then you just see me, like, run past with, like, a crossbow on my back. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Um... <laughs> No. And like, you know, I'd rather be cold. Says the girl that goes to Florida as often as possible. Florida, fuck, and I also fuck Florida. I also walk to work. But you can't help that. No, the Florida thing you can decide. You chose I, to go there. The other day, I was looking at um, like temperatures for places Cat and I have been to, like for the parts of Utah we went to and Colorado, mm-hmm. and it's like their high for the day was like seventy four. Oh, uh, yeah, oh. I was watching. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Chance of light flurries after dark. Oh. Like, um, like Bryce Canyon National Park, I think their average temp for the day was like 61. I was... <laughs> I was That's just... That's the fucking bet. Dude, I'm so excited for like... I, I'm tired of bugs. I, like, I, I'm getting eaten up yeah, it's everywhere. Yeah, it's a fucking nightmare. It turns out summer in the Ohio River Valley is uh, a hellscape. It really... Could I So, for the first time um, since I started working at uh, Silver Lake, I worked at the like the water park entrance mm-hmm. uh, last Tuesday night. Yeah. Uh, it, like, four to eight. I was sitting mm-hmm. in shade. It was fine. Yeah. But I, as, like, the first hour, I was like, this is fine. And then... Bugs. 
bugs and that was children when, well, no it really wasn't that bad because it was night and you know who's gonna come to a water park at night and i Drunk people <laughs> me <laughs> i well, am swim was, <laughs> <laughs> i'm here to swim um i am get in that pool you can't stop me i'm Michael <laughs> melps i'm here to beat your record um howdy ossifer <laughs> but i uh that was when i started to get like a really scratchy throat i was like my head hurt so bad i was lightheaded and I, like, legitimately thought it was allergies. Um, and then that's when, it, like, the next morning I woke up and I was like, God, oh, my throat's still sore. And then I was, like, getting sick. And that's what I've had since then. You. I don't do well in, like. You don't do well. Period. No. Well, no, what's weird is that I really haven't had that bad of a reaction to, like, yeah. Florida. And I think it's. Which, oh, no, you had a heat stroke when you were in Florida one of the times. No. Right? Yeah, you did. You texted me. Heathrow? Yeah, you were I know. There's one time shortly after I met you where you went to Florida and they had to pull you, push you around in a wheelchair. Oh, no, that was because I got strep. Yeah. From him. Yeah, I did that. <laughs> I did. Awesomest. <laughs> Not at you, obviously, but ah, it looks so pretty. <laughs> So excited! Oh, it's just a picture of a snowy town. Oh, I, mm. I, I could use when I when it's winter and I wake up at like two a.m. because I have to pee or I have to get a drink of water and I look outside and there's snow and like the streetlights are shining on it. I like get off on it a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. It's like so. <clears throat> it is one of the most peaceful and like if ugh, if the Christmas. Holiday didn't fall in the middle of it. I'd that, like it a lot more. That's what I'm talking about. Love that. Oh, it's so nice. And you look out and you see like the snow covered cars. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love it. And then Khaleesi goes outside and she's like, nope. <laughs> like, like, I take him on a walk and he will find like ice over driveways and then roll around oh. on them. He loves it. You have an Eskimo dog. Yeah, he he really prefers the cold. Yeah. Heat. No. Yeah. Khaleesi doesn't do cold. Yeah. She's a summer dog. She's a, she's the she's the hot girl summer dog like oh but she won't go on walks with me in the heat either though. I don't know if I'd say hot does. girl summer dog she she's a snaggletooth little monster she's a snaggletooth. she's my snaggletooth <laughs> she's a basement there. dweller <laughs> and it, you when, you know you like really when you turn out the lights in the her. stairs and like run up the stairs really quick <laughs> she's the monster that you imagine chasing you up the stairs. Yeah, you, do, you really do need Wait. to watch her do that thing. Like I I've mean, never met her. In all you the, haven't. In all the time you've had her, you've never introduced me to her. Almost as if you're ashamed of me. Well, almost no, as if you have a dog that doesn't get along with other dogs. <laughs> That's also true. I Chuck would, is not friendly to other dogs. Yeah, and Khaleesi loves other dogs, and she will absolutely get in their face. Yeah. Yeah. When we when we go to dog parks, people will throw a ball, and then the dogs will all chase the ball. But Khaleesi doesn't chase the ball. She, she chases, chases the, the dog, and then she body slams them. She into shoulder the checks them, like like hard. Like she's not like necessarily a small dog, but I'm like, you are not as big as. Khaleesi you think weighs you are. about fifty pounds, and she will find the biggest fucking dog. She can make it her yeah, prison she does, bitch. She does the chihuahua thing where she goes yes. and says, "Hey, hey, you, hey, 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 big dog, hey. big dog, <laughs> fuck you." Yeah. <laughs> No, but really, like, when we're home, she thinks she's a teacup poodle. Like, she'll get in my lap and be like, I'm just a small little baby. And then we'll take her to a dog park, and she's like, I'm the biggest motherfucker here. So we um, we moved our guest bedroom downstairs and have them pushed together mm-hmm. so it's like a king. And he's done a thing now where he'll come up in the bed, get between us, place his head on the pillow, and then sleep in between us. Like, me, cat, mm-hmm. chunk. You look and over, and he's, like, pulling on his nightcap and blowing out the candle. <laughs> it's really close to that. 
I will say it's kind of great. He's really warm. <laughs> he is a great snuggling dog. Khaleesi's that. He's also too. a bed hog, though. That's the problem. Yeah. His name is Avarice, for he is greed. <laughs> he's like, I'm just like laying here. This is nice. <laughs> um, have you guys seen the new business going up in Florence? No. Right Rich. next to the shooting range, they're uh-huh. putting in a business called Foam Warriors with a Z. <gasps> and it's literally like an indoor paintball thing, but with Nerf guns. They have that at Newport on the Levee. Oh, do they? Yes. Well, they're putting in one here where it's like, I've seen the pictures of it. It's literally like, you've been in, you know, you. I'm sure I've dragged you to some type of gun thing before. They have all the guns on the walls. It's that, but with Nerf guns. And you go in there and they've got like boxes set up with neon tape all over the yes. place and shit. Yes. They do like team Listen, cap, like we, death match, capture the flag, humans versus zombies, all that shit. That sounds fun, but we're still going to the Ren Fair for my birthday. Fine, okay. You selfish bitch. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care. Uh, listen, I'm going to be a basic white bitch. I'm going to wear my elf ears. I'm going to be Princess Zelda for my birthday. I don't care. I'm going to have a damn good time doing it. And you're going to sit there and you guys are going to have a good ass time with me. Drinking your drinks. Walking around. Eating your mutton. Oh, as a part of my other research, I've been reading a lot about gay sex in the Tasmanian colony. You're just not Boy, a, it was rampant. You're just not a cute little stint, huh? There's a lot there. Cannibalism and gay sex. My parents are proud. There was legitimately, like I was reading this book, like they were describing him Hobart Town in Tasmania. It's yeah. Like, you know, in 1820, it had a population of like 4,000, 2,700 of which was convicts. 275 of those were women. <laughs> it's like, Brittany, you would have the choice of the litter. The problem is they're all like proto-Australians and Tasmanians. So they're all still, like, British people, you know, the refuse of an industrialized society. Yeah. And, boy, it would have been gross. They pass around one tooth for each meal. Um, I heard heard the coolest story. Oh, Michael, that's that's foul. That's the thing that's really foul. That's the one. Oh. oh. Speaking of teeth, speak, no, I have to. All right, Jim, Jetton. And then you just pass it over to the next guy. Oh my god, there no, this one. There are a fuck ton of porn parodies. Hilarious. No, this one is called Gay Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> and it's... Li- it's a little on the nose, isn't it? <laughs> Literally, a dude walks in and his brother is buck-ass naked on the bed. And he's like... I can't remember exactly what the brother said, but he's like... The guy that walks in is like, Anthony, you want me to fuck you? <laughs> and yeah, no. And the guy's like... What do you say? He's like full service, just like Karen. It's <laughs> it's a real thing. Have I told you my um favorite thing like that? It was a um gay porn called Didgeridoo You in the Ass. Awesome. And they got sued by an Australian Aboriginal tribe because they took a didgeridoo because it was cultural appropriation. No, no, they took a didgeridoo and used it in the video. Oh, and they were furious because apparently that's like a big deal. It's like a religious symbol yeah, for no, their have people. You sued them. Oh, have you God. Seen, have you seen the porn with the lemon horse? Yes, stealing I'll- lemon. <laughs> I love that one. It was so funny. I need to show you that one. Oh, God, it's good. It's not even the poor part. It's just the, all those lemon stealing horse. (laughs) We'll make you pay. I cannot believe. It's so fucking great. There are some porns that are just like, yeah, okay, that's a stereotype. But like the whole pizza guy or like the maintenance dude, it's like, it's stupid. But yeah, it's a, it's a, but like lemon stealing horse. It's just, what the fuck? It's like, we need something. And they looked outside of their own personal lemon groves. Like, we can do that. That. 
It's kind of like where Disney's at right now. It's like we need uh, something, and they just walk down their own hallway, and they're like, oh, "Lady in the Tramp." Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> oh, welcome to Drunk Thugs. Oh, are we starting? Are we gonna go there? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, is this what we're doing? <laughs> what else can we do, Brittany? <laughs> we're already here. The beers have gone. I'm actually fairly well into this. You're you're chugging along there on that bottle of wine. Choo choo. Like an oral Derek spilling <laughs> you from your lips. You got it. You got it. <laughs> I like how you like, you know what, no, you're just no, fine. No, you're you know fine. You'll get you know it. what, it's fine. Because you told me I had it before I did anything to get it. It was like, it was dripping down very gently. You got it. <laughs> oh, Lord. Welcome to Drunk Thunks, everyone. <laughs> hey, everyone. Hi. I'm Michael. Yeah, I'm reluctantly Brittany. <laughs> and I'm not reluctantly Jake. Keep those doggies rolling. <laughs> 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 Keep those doggies rolling. Is this your catchphrase now? Have you been working I on do, this? I don't want that to be your catchphrase. Why not? It's good. It's just, from Rawhide. I just, <laughs> I just picture you waking up in the morning, getting your cup of joe, sitting on the toilet with a little notebook, like. Mm. Well, no, it's as I'm um using a tiny little comb to brush my mustache. I'm like. Hello, I'm Jake, and uh, keep those doggies rolling. Yeah, good rollin', one. Rolling, rolling, rolling. Good, good one, Jake. Did I ever, um, Inciferum did a metal cover of that song. Who did? Inciferum. Who's that? It's a, um, it's a band, I want to say a Finnish metal band. Fine. They usually do, like, you know, folk metal. Yeah, like that sounds like that something you would into. know about. Yeah. You would know about it, too, because you listened to Amon Amarth and then texted me and said, this is really good. It was really good. Yeah. I really liked Amon Amarth. Amon Amarth's great. You would like Inciferum, too. Okay. My God. They did a metal cover of the Rawhide song. What? It's fucking great. It's oh, so geez. great. <laughs> it's, it's actually not great, but it's a lot of fun. All right. Well, speaking of Rawhide. To, <laughs> Boy, to that's a great transition. Hard, hard segue to the left here, Jake. You got an episode uh, today. Um, I do. Guys, we are going to talk about all kinds of great stuff. We're going to talk about Mad Kings, Secret Murders, Wizard Killings, uh, Horse Name Contests, this story has got it all. This story has got it all, including the horse neighing contest. Yes. Neighing or neighing? Neighing. As in a contest to get a horse to neigh. Oh, I thought it was horse negging, and I was really interested to see no, where that was no, going. No, this is this is the kind of ridiculous-ass story that you only get from the ancient world. Um, I'm going to talk about how Darius I became the ruler of the Persian Empire. Okay. So we're going this, way on back down in the timeline. So set your time machine for way the fuck back when. <laughs> I don't Because this story there. is old. No, no, you want to go there. Because this story know. is fucking weird. Can I wear elf ears? <laughs> <laughs> that is cultural appropriation. You're taking their thing. <laughs> Are you what? one of the Eldar, the firstborn? Yeah. <laughs> Child of the Mayar? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know enough about the Silmarillion <laughs> to go past that. Yeah, I'm like, no, continue. Go. I will say I have read the Silmarillion probably eight times. Couldn't tell you anything that happens. I'm not ashamed to admit I have never watched a full Lord of the Rings movie because every time I try to... When I was younger, my mom is super into it. Michael's super into it. Love it. That's Love it. surprising because it's kind of up your alley. I pass out every time. The movies are great. I think it's that the I'm dialogue. Not, I'm not denying it. The dialogue, you get into these rhythms where it's so slow and soothing. But you need that. Oh, you do. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a part of the it's just, it really isn't like. How can you not be into Ian McKellen as Gandalf? And I don't even mean that in a weird way. It's just he's so perfect for the role. Oh, I'm not saying that you're wrong. It's just, it's not like the movies as a whole. The pacing. 
Yeah, it's just I not love, my cup I'm of sorry, tea. I love them. No, and I'm not like. Uh, I'm gonna make you watch them. Whenever you, you, like, so whenever you, you try to wake Michael. them up, I'm gonna like flick you with a rubber no, band. No, well, here's my problem: is that I hit you with a riding crop. And once... every time I woke up, it was with the giant spider, and I was like, "Peace out, I'm done." No, I'm not gonna shake. Oh, I'm gonna start you on the Fellowship of the Ring. It's the best one. It's the one that's the most high true. fantasy. It's the most true to them. Not high fantasy, but fantasy. Yeah. Okay. Can no, you... I don't. I don't like fantasy. <laughs> She's really you. She says Miss hiding, Zelda hiding elf ears in her back pocket. Okay, <laughs> so real quick, um, sources: Persian Fire by Tom Holland, which is fucking phenomenal. It's a great book. Any um, Spider Man? No, no. Jesus Christ! The Disney owned property? No, <laughs> no. It's Sony owned now. Oh, we know. Oh, yeah, shit. and We've people are losing their minds. People are upset. Uh, people, people are very angry. Which is funny because I didn't think the last Spider Man was that good, but that's just me. Zoinks! That's awesome. Zoinks! Me. Hot take. <laughs> Hot take. Um, the MCU is a pile of hot garbage now. Continue. <laughs> okay. The other um, book I used was Histories by Herodotus, the GC Macaulay translation, if that matters to Sounds you. Sounds like a cuck. Um, <laughs> Michael, don't bring yourself into this. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I love Herodotus. That's, Herodotus that's, that's is... Um, you can't trust anything Herodotus says because he is... Both the father of history and also a goddamn liar. Oh, man. So, basically, I'm going to start off with Herodotus' take on events. And don't take take all of it with a grain of salt. Because he's a lying fuck. Cool. Cool. Yeah. But, okay, I mean, so his lies are metal as hell, They're though. fun. They are a lot of fun. We could do a whole bunch of stuff just off Herodotus' histories. Oh, yeah. But, anyway, so, I'm going to give you people some context first. Okay. The Achaemenid Persian... I don't want that. <laughs> Why do we have you? It's, I, it's certainly been not asking, for your personality or your I've looks. been asking myself that question every single week. <laughs> oh, you're the heart. Mm, Most I don't, heart. I don't have one of those. You're okay. you're the uh, member of the Planeteers who does heart. Ow. Just continue <laughs> with your shit. It's great. Story. I really love that because they had, like fire, wind, earth, heart. heart. It's like, what? <laughs> I was that person. <laughs> Continue. I was literally that person. I won the award. Oh, yeah, in soccer, he won the award for... Every, every year, I would get the trophy for... They'd give, like, most goals, best offense, most defense, and they'd be like, Michael, you just... You got the most heart. <laughs> you just keep trying. That's actually worse than getting an award, It's I think. worse than getting nothing. Yeah. It's... it's God, that's that was, sad. That was that's me! Oh, it's funny. <laughs> By the way, audience, you may notice that this episode is a little bit more disjointed. It's almost as if we have drinking a lot of alcohol and spent about two hours trying to get into the mood for this episode. Really trying to find a way to start recording. <laughs> oh, honestly, I like haven't gotten that impression. I would just be, felt like I've just been sitting here talking, and I look up and I'm like, "Oh yeah, we've been doing this for yeah, a while. we've been yeah, doing it." Okay, so the Persian <laughs> Empire is basically one of the great states of the ancient world. At at its height, it had. 47% of the world's population within its borders. The entire Earth's population, 47% lived within the Persian Empire. Uh, it's founded by Cyrus the Great, and essentially when he dies after ruling it for 30 years, uh, he gives it to basically two principal heirs, right? He has a lot of sons. There are two important ones that we need to talk about. Mm. Cambyses, who is groomed for the throne, he gets the whole thing. And okay. his second... First burp of the night. Thank you, Brittany. Oh, it's definitely not the first. First that on recording. Oh, okay. And his other son, Bardia, who <gasps> basically gets given a few provinces and is essentially given, like, the runner-up prize. <laughs> hey, you don't get to be king of kings. 
but you get this province, you get to keep all the taxes from it. You just have to obey your you brother. Get, I just you imagine. Honestly, tired. I will say I would rather be Bardia. Well, yeah. You but get I, all the benefits of Empire without any of the hard work. I also imagine that the conversation was something like, hey, still sorry that I named you Bardia. Uh, you want some kingdoms? Is that any worse than Cambyses? Oh, also, fun fact, Bardia was also known suck. as Smerdis. I would take Bardia. <laughs> Come on, Bardia. Let's go party. Thank you. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so, so you got Cam Cambyces and Fart and, Bardia. and Fartface. Bardia. Fartface Bardia. Don't Jesus. So according to Herodotus, um Cambyces takes the throne. He marries his sister as is a Cambodian Persian custom. Oh, oh baby. No, she was real hot. <laughs> <laughs> is there a Pornhub channel for Persian like Anthony. Persian Empire? I think it's a little bit highbrow is the sad thing, but I you know, it's essentially no difference in the Pornhub stuff where it's like Jesus, where we gotta stop. <laughs> um so a horny Persian emperor finds sister. <laughs> Fried sister, sister after hours. <laughs> Horny sister steals lemons from Persian emperor. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I... Um, so basically, Cam, according to Herodotus, Cambyses asks for the hand of one of the pharaoh's daughters, and they turn him down. Um, this is apparently enough of a snub to where Cambyses declares war and invades Egypt. That dry-ass dick in the middle of the desert will get you every time. <laughs> yeah, so this is such a big event, it actually takes so long that by the time he gets there, the pharaoh who denied him is dead and his son is on the throne. Oh! You my- wanted to do what to my what? <laughs> <laughs> you want me to do huh? <laughs> um, so basically they arrive, they fight this horrible battle, a bunch of Greek mercenaries turn on the Egyptians and win the battle for the Persians. Again, according to Herodotus, who has a reason to trump up the Greeks for whatever reason. Yeah, whatever. Um, so Cambyses sends a boat to envoys to the Egyptian capital, and they arrive, and apparently the Egyptians literally rip them limb from limb, which is a bit of a no-no in the ancient they just, world. just, like, walk up. Some would call it a bit of a faux pas. Yeah. <laughs> And essentially... We were bored. We were having fun. <laughs> we're having fun. And then all these Persians come in and we're like, guys, would it be a hoot if we just tore them apart with our bare hands? I'm getting tired of the palm fronds. Bring me one of his arms. <laughs> <laughs> just his arm flapping about. <laughs> Pharaoh, I don't like it. You'll like it and you'll keep it. <laughs> <laughs> keep doing it. It makes me laugh. So... To give you an idea of how, again, this is Herodotus' take on events, apparently Cambyses is so upset by this that when he takes the city, uh, he... Wait, which city? Cambyses? Uh, the the, per- the, the Egyptian Persian. capital. So he invades... Per- er, he, inv- he invades Egypt. Egypt. Uh, Cambyses is the Persian ruler who brings Egypt into the Persian sphere. Brittany is opening up her Mike's Hard Lemonade. It's getting harder. It is so crisp and delicious. Oh, that I can sound- smell the pineapple mm. fumes. Oh my god. God, it's like a tropical vacation in a bottle. Jesus. Tropic <laughs> <laughs> um, so he takes the setting, he gathers the pharaoh and a bunch of other Egyptian nobles and brings them out to the desert outside the city. Okay. And he makes them watch as... Or as th- we like to call it, just outside the city. Yes. It's Egypt. It's yeah, it's it's a lot of desert and floodplains, according to civilization. The joke is that it's just desert. 
boy, Michael, it, you know, it really makes a joke good if you take the time to explain it. Yeah, Egypt with the sand, the the, the big... The, You're like one of those comedians triangles. who his whole thing is not being funny. No. No. <laughs> God, if only it was actually fun. Um, How did I get here? What's the deal with airplane food? Why don't they make the whole plane out of the black box? <laughs> I hate this. I hate, I hate this and I hate I ourselves. He says it after he made a joke. He's like, ah, no, he I can't, hate it. He tries to run away, but he gets sucked back in. <laughs> so he gathers the pharaoh and all of his nobles outside the city, and he makes them watch as 2,000 of their daughters get paraded out to collect water while dressed as slaves. Okay. Um, Hot. You know, the kind of implication is that they're going to be sold into slavery, which yeah. had a lot of rape but involved. Like, but, like... Are we talking I, be, like, I bet they were dressed real skink. I'm not, no, I'm like... I mean, as long as see, you weren't looking at your daughter. Well, it's like, are we talking, like, Princess Jasmine level, like, slave hot, or... Because, like, in the red outfit, that's what oh, I'm picturing. Oh, fuck, just I like, honestly can't remember. It's been so long just since like I watched Just, like, 2,000 Princess Jasmine in red outfits with the ponytail... It's been a long time since I've watched Aladdin. And I didn't watch the crap. Uh, that wasn't Will like Smith a sexual one. awakening for you. Oh, that was my first child crush. No, that, that was um, that was, was Robin Hood. <laughs> God, that oh, hot no, Marion Marion with those eyelashes. My God, it was the batting eyelashes. Yeah. Why, um, why you're doing that? He then sends out the two thousand noble sons. So basically, he showed he showed okay, all these so Egyptian nobles. Your daughters are all slaves now. Got it. And then he breeds at 2,000 uh, Your daughters are picking up water, like cattle. Well, it's also the implication that they're going to be sold to Persian nobles who get to um, do, the, do the rape. Uh. Make it with the, the way. Yeah, it's it's not good. No. Um, slavery has never been good during the ancient world. It's even worse. That's awful. Yeah. Um, he then follows it out by sending 2,000... Oh, wow, yeah. Slave Prince Jasmine's banging she, for an She got that character. bod. The red and the ponytail. You wait till you watch her. Wait, you get a gif of her walking. It's just. <laughs> oh, I got that. Stop. I, I got you, Bill. <laughs> um, he then sends out two thousand of the noble sons, including the pharaoh's sons, All right. and he has them executed in front of their parents. <laughs> you thought your daughter's getting water was crazy? Watch it's this. It's not walking, but she is putting on a tiara. Boy, she's just asking for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I want to. I want to note that I am um a half a bottle of whiskey and about a quarter of a bottle of wine into this right now. Looking. Oh, okay. <laughs> Michael is just dedicatedly watching that gift. So why is this important? Basically, one, this is an exi- an example of Cambyses' cruelty. This is going to be important He's later. Willing to kill Cambyses, willing to kill kids. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> In front of their parents. To strong. Oh, strong. No. He just made an enemy of the cream of the crop of Egyptian society, including all the people who could read and write. Including the people that all the, had all the cream and the crops. Yes. So, Cambyses conquers Egypt. He then tries to go south into Sudan, which should give you an idea of how large the Persian Empire is. It's based out of Iran, and they're invading Sudan. Okay. I mean, that's crazy. It's like well into Africa. Yeah. Like, that is... But do you bless the rains there? He was trying to, with the blood he, of the he Sudanese. He sure tried. So he goes south, tries to go into the modern-day Sudan to fight the Kush. This goes really badly. The Kush were the people there. You Big Reagan fans. Slut. Big Reagan fans they were. <laughs> Sorry, Brittany's laughing at cultures now. 
I can only assume because she thinks they're inferior to Americans. No, it's the goosh. It's the good goosh. <laughs> they also had thick no, dung. Well, koosh, not goosh. No, no koosh. Koosh. It's a good koosh. Marijuana. Mary Jane. You will know nothing about that. You're the kind of person to be like, oh yeah, one of them there, jazz cigarettes. You know, uh, Yeah, jazz cigarette is the best you, name. It's, it's my <laughs> favorite. It's really funny. It's jazz up there cigarette. devil's lettuce Devil's for me. That was the one, devil's that's, lettuce. That's uh, the good shit. You know, the worst okay. part about Sudan is that you get far enough down there and suddenly you got the rainforest and then it's really dank kush in there. Mm-hmm. I hate all of you. <laughs> Why are we doing this? It's about, it's about the humidity. <laughs> Um, so basically, he, he invades Sudan. This doesn't go on. His army has to cannibalize itself. They come straggling back to Egypt. They have to cannabis themselves. Cannibalize, you motherfucker. <laughs> Why do I bother with you? I'm going to kill all of you and then myself. <laughs> because you're so alone. Keep going. Oh, man. It's really great. I woke up this morning, I looked at my reflection in the mirror, and I just started crying. That's <laughs> <laughs> better than usual. <laughs> Me too, bitch. You ain't special. <laughs> Yeah, but I wasn't crying because of my reflection. I was crying because of my crushing loneliness. There's a difference between yeah. us. Yeah. Mine was both. Yeah. And that's when he realized he was hard. Keep going, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so Cambyses comes back and he finds the Egyptians are celebrating a festival. It turns out it's a religious festival. We don't have to feed our kids. Well, it's a whole <laughs> thing Negative 20, 2010. So it comes back and they're celebrating this big religious festival. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cambyses thinks that they're celebrating his defeat. Oh. oh. Big yikes. So um, he basically calls together the Egyptian priests and says, what the hell are you celebrating? And they say they're celebrating a religious festival. He calls them liars and has them killed. <gasps> oh, shit. And then he publicly stabs the Apis bull. The, the- Apis bull <laughs> is... To the Egyptians at that time, it is a physical manifestation of their god, or one of their gods. It's, oh. It's, it's no. legitimately like if I went up to a Catholic... Crucifix? Yeah, crucifix, and I don't know, I started peeing on Jesus. Like that artist did. Or just like yeah, sawing but, it in half. Yeah, yeah, but like in front of the people yeah. as they're celebrating oh, Easter. Oh, like it's oh, real bad. Yeah, that's yeah. when that's that, that's. Uh, by the way, he has a great bit where he like talks shit to them. And he's like, "Oh, ye wretched creatures, are gods born such as this with blood and flesh, and sensible of the stroke of iron weapons? Worthy indeed of Egyptians as such a god as this." And then he fucking stabs it with a dagger. There's nothing quite like an insecure man. Yeah. Um. <laughs> His reward for blasphemy was insanity. In his insanity, he supposedly had a dream that his brother Bardia was sitting on the throne usurping him, so he had an assassin kill Bardia. Okay, so hold on. So this guy goes down, smokes a bunch of weed, comes back to Egypt, stabs, no. a, stabs a bull, has a dream, and then kills a- his brother. Yes, what? Oh, did we talk about smoking... Never mind. He goes back and he goes down good and Kush. fights the Sudanese. The good Kush. Good Kush. I hate both of you. <laughs> um, he went on to kill his pregnant sister wife. Sure. He's on a tear. Ordered one of his advisors killed. Changed his mind before the advisor was killed. Oh no. Was happy that the guy was not killed, and then killed the men he ordered to kill him for delaying and following out this his orders. This is some straight up Stalin stuff. Yes. Uh, blasphemed against multiple gods and pillaged their temples and many more. I would just say, if you really want a full accounting, go read Herodotus. God. Because I'm leaving a lot out. So it's just this guy... Basically, what Herodotus is saying is that he sinned against the gods by stabbing the Apis Bull, 
and they struck him down with insanity. So he's just literally just devolving into a he goblin is, creature. Yes. So as he's doing all this, word reaches him that his uh, his brother Bardia has risen up against him in revolt. Hey, Bardi. Which your should, brother went cuckoo. Which here's the really interesting about that, <laughs> right? His brother was risen up against him in revolt, sure. which shouldn't be possible because his brother is dead. Oh, wait. oh, that, wait, this because is he, he had, had his brother killed. assassinated, Bardia. Okay, okay, okay. So we got a fishing so, scam so, happening in the ancient world. So Bardia doesn't want to go party. Bardia is dead, but has somehow, after Cambyses killed him and then had it covered up, has somehow come back from the dead to take the throne for himself. I mean, awesome. Guys, here's where we get the wizard. <laughs> now we go. Okay. <laughs> here's, here's where the story gets more fun. I expected the wizard to show up with the kush, but that's fine. No. So, a steward who knew about Bardia's death had a brother. Uh, had, uh, fuck me. Had a brother who was no. a magus. You're not that A lucky. magus. A magus or a wizard. Okay. I'm going to call it a wizard because it's more fun to say, like, they stab the wizard. wizard. Yes, yeah, okay. a wizard. Yeah. Spoilers, Jake. Sorcerer. <laughs> Um, they stabbed so, what? So basically, this magus resembles Bardia. Uh, this guy, an earless man, it is noted that he had no ears. <laughs> I would note it too, to be perfectly honest. If I saw a man without ears, <laughs> it's something I would pay attention no to. No ears. Here. <laughs> um, and then I went into the shop well, with the man with no ears. He, and he literally. It's like, I mean, it's easy to like. What he's going to hear you? I mean, in the ancient oh. world, they didn't have last names. You're just Tom, whose foot is turned sideways when he walks, and you know, <laughs> fucked up foot man. Yeah, fucked um, up foot man. No, You're so, no ears guy. So this magus is named Galmata. 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 They've already got better name. M A T A. Better name than anybody in the royal family already. Yes. I don't know. Um, Barnabas or whatever. Bardia. <laughs> um, he he basically looks enough like Barty to impersonate him, so he just goes onto the throne and starts cur- currying favor with people by granting tax exemptions and exemptions from the draft. Yes, Brittany, you have a question. Yes. How can he do that if he doesn't have if he doesn't have ears? Covers it with his hair. <gasps> yeah, he just wears a wig. Who would do that? <laughs> Um, basically, he starts kissing all the right asses, oh. and Cambyses, who is already not popular, starts losing support at home. <laughs> so, um, first off, I just really want to quick, uh, why would Herodotus make this guy a wizard? Why would Herodotus... Because he didn't have ears. Because it's badass. That's a, that's a really good question, Michael, and I'll tell you why. Oh. Uh, first <laughs> off, we should remember that people back in the day believed in magic... Yeah. And actually use it to influence their decisions. One could argue that it was still major driving force for most of human history. Oh, yeah, for most of it. Honestly, we should do a great episode on the effects of magic on history. Oh, I've got it in the works. Awesome. Um, so basically, if you're looking at this from Herodotus' perspective, this makes Galmata a fucking awesome villain. Yeah. And also, Tom Holland pointed out a great thing that I really like, where essentially this gives Herodotus an excuse to make up whatever the fuck he wants in the story. Yeah. And essentially, and if anyone questions him on it, he can just say, it's a fucking wizard. I don't have to explain shit. You've already introduced a wizard. We have a wizard. We have a wizard. Wait, no, it doesn't make sense. How does he go from here to here? And It doesn't fucking matter. It's a wizard. We've got a wizard. fucking cast spells. I don't care. Barty's dead. He can go into a room and cast a fireball. That's a fucking fifth level spell. Do you know how many d6s he rolls in damage? Damage? Oh boy, buddy. <laughs> I, 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 so, I also want to take. Wait, I just want to take a brief pause. Yes. Thank you for holding my hand. 
You didn't hold my hand. I was busy saving ever, all of all my the equipment drinks. from the drinks you were spilling. It, yes. it was just one. Um, it's been like the third or fourth episode since, but I just want to make note that the baby leg is still here. The baby leg? Yes, it is still here. <laughs> Don't nibble on my fingers, you fucking weirdo. There is a baby Tell leg. Tell me so we can start nibbling on the fingers at the same time. It's got a really distinct smell to it's it. Been- Why, Why would you, would you put you it up to it? your nose? <laughs> Why Sorry. would you do that? Um, audience, I need, feel the need to explain this. My wife and I went out in the woods looking for a cat, the woods behind her house. We found a leg of a, like... Baby doll? Yeah, baby doll. You can actually see... And we see... brought it to the house. It's really gross. You can see where it was, like, buried so, into the mud. Yeah, you can, like... Well, they're, like, little dots. You can see where dots. it was stitched into yeah. it. Yeah, yes. like, you can see... And Michael just brought it up to his nose and smelled it. And then said, and I quote, it has a very distinct smell. It's, it reminds me. I, stop. I cannot stress to you. Please stop. If you see a fake baby leg in a, in the woods, uh, don't pick it up. For My house all. might be haunted. They've put toenails on it. Stop. Get it out of your face. It's your baby leg. So Cambyses knows, I'm, I'm just going to push forward. Cambyses knows that this is a load of bullshit at this point. Because he doesn't believe in wizards? Yes. Does he? Well, no, he knows that fucking Bardia is dead. Got it. So he knows that the guy who's sitting on the throne mm. saying, hey, I'm Bardia. He's like, no, you're not. You're not I had him But the problem is, he can't say anything because if because... he does, everyone will realize that he killed his own brother. Ah. Oh, so he didn't make it publicly no, known. he didn't no. tell shit. Oh. The only people who know are like him... Yeah, it's a secret brother, or what is the term? Infanticide? Fratricide. Fratricide, thank you. I've never in my life heard that term before today. That's because you're not educated. It's not, yeah, that's exactly why. (laughs) Fratricide is killing your brother. So, anyway, oh hey, I literally have that in my show notes right after I asked you. You rube. So, he, uh, basically he can't publicly admit that he's had his own brother killed and that this is an imposter. And that's part of the magic. Yes, magic. So he basically, all he can does is he orders his army from Egypt back to Persia. Okay. We're going home, boys. So he orders the army. They're all gathered together. He puts on his armor and everything. He jumps on his horse to lead the army. And that's when he discovers the end cap to his sword fell off. And he accidentally stabs himself in the thigh. Me. (laughs) With his, like, with what? So the end cap on his sword sheath. The pommel? No, the end cap on the sheath. On the sheath side. Yes. That fell off, so he jumps on the horse and actually stabs himself in the leg. Right in the... Oh, fun, bud. The wound becomes infected, and he dies after only seven years on the throne. Ain't that the way. Isn't it just? But That's guys, some shit that would happen to me. <laughs> isn't that fucking, like, sad? You are the son of the king of kings, Cyrus the Great. <laughs> You've Michael, done, Michael is oh, shaking his you've head. You've done all the right things. You invaded the cannabis people. You had your you brother killed. Egypt. You beheaded a god. You killed your sister wife. You and her, and yeah. your pregnant You got brother, two child, other son. Before you killed hey, your two sister wife. Nubile young women Michael. and 2,000 dead young men. I mean, it's Michael, all you're a psychopath. Okay. What do you call... So say you marry your sister, as you should, because, you know... She's 18 in Nubile. <laughs> My sister oh. is 18. <laughs> I'm sorry, I couldn't say that with a straight face. Wow. Um, so oh. say you marry her. Okay. And you get her pregnant. What is the son? Uh, that is your son, brother? Son, son nephew. Son, nephew. Thank you. That is a... Brilliant. I'm, well, I'm into a lot of wine now. Yeah, yeah, you're having fun. I'm not. So... <laughs> 
That might be the closest I've ever gotten to actually making you mad. <laughs> it's just, it's such low-hanging oh, fruit. It's really it's good. It's kind of relevant. It's unfortunate, but it's relevant. It's funny. But here's the good news, right? So the story doesn't end there with Cambyses killing himself accidentally like what a, a jackass. What a darn oh, shame. Oh, darn. No, it gets so much better. This is the fun bit. This is when we get to wizard killing. Yeah, well, because now there's a wizard on the throne. There's a wizard on oh. the throne, and he's not opposed by the technically correct king, a even wizard, if that technically correct king A wizard king get... and not an earless dude hiding it with his hair. So, fun fact, apparently he was earless because he had pissed off Cambyses' father, Cyrus. And Cyrus's punish was like, cut off his ears like a pit bull. <laughs> so they just fucking sliced what, his ears what off. What makes you a wizard so, in the Persian Empire? Like, what do you do when people are like, that guy's a wizard? <laughs> Understand mathematics and science? <laughs> oh, no. No, guys, believe me, the uh, the earth is round. Oh, Magus, kill him! <laughs> Which is not fair to people back then. They were just as smart as us. He but... teleported. He put two strings on these cans and handed one to me and then went into the room and I could hear him masturbate. <laughs> He's invaded my dreams. Now they're filled with him masturbating. So, he is a powerful wizard. That's strictly sorcery. It has nothing to do with anything else. And I liked it. like, <laughs> <laughs> Ew, I hate oh, that. Did you not like the sound? I do not like that. <laughs> uh. <laughs> it's wonderful because I sit in one room and he sits in the other room and then he describes pornography to me. It's Anthony, magic. You Here. want me to fuck you? There, <laughs> have wine. I have. I'll drink the wine. Try some of this beer. <laughs> By the way, thank you very much to Courtney Mish of the Cult of Domesticity podcast. She provided me with some of her dad's homebrew beer. And oh, it's fun. Hi, Courtney. That, oh, that's right. You talked about yeah. that. Yeah. I've legitimately not met you yet, but hi. Yeah, we traded. I let oh. her borrow my microphones. This and wine has been drunk. left out. <laughs> it's only been open for like a few hours. It's like, it's, there's nothing weird about that. That is a correct amount of time to leave a bottle of wine. Oh, it's just it's just because it's red wine and I'm a basic bitch. Oh, you are. She prefers a rosé. No, you prefer like that gross foot wine that you had us try in like the first episode. Foot wine. If I wanted foot wine, it's I would just drink your bath water. Don't you? <laughs> I send you little bottles full every week. That's Why am I the creepy one? <laughs> <laughs> It's because you don't understand our feelings for each other. Clearly. <laughs> I don't understand our feelings for each other. I'm new. Okay. <laughs> okay, so there's a guy named Otanes in uh, Susa, which is like a prominent Persian city. Okay, in where? Uh, Susa. Susa? S-U-S-A. And where they got phones? No. <laughs> Get it? Uh, he finds... Susaphone, Jake. He Susaphone. It's an instrument. <laughs> Shut up. I'm Shut up. myself. I'm not funny. I just gotta lean into it. <laughs> like a sousaphone. So he has a daughter in the royal harem, uh-huh. and he's like, Good "Hey, him, there's this guy named Galmata, and you know, he had fucking ears cut off. Why don't you check Barty and see if he has his ears?" And his daughter, who is again in the harem, uh, checks the new king. It's like, "Yeah, no motherfucker doesn't have ears." Hey, sweetheart, you know that man you're forced to bang for a living? Uh, why don't you take the wig off while he's asleep? Yeah, it's legitimately that. Like, I'm not joking. So, what's the first dinner like when she comes home and like sits around the table with her dad? Honestly, after she joins he, the here's the thing. Honestly, legitimately. Probably really proud of her. Yeah, it's kind of, it's probably like, like it's it's a different values thing. It's probably like when you get when you hear your daughter got a rolling Game of Thrones. 
Or, like, honestly, probably, like, a decent-paying government job. Yeah. Like, realistic. It's like, oh, you just have to be, like, one of 80 women the king can bang if he wants to? Honestly, that's pretty great. If you put it that way, and you get, I'd take that. And you got fed how many times a day? Yeah, fed how many times a day? You don't have to pay for shit. Holy you get a cow. place to stay? That's pretty great. That is pretty great. I would take that deal now. Harem sounds pretty good. God, I wish we had harem. God, I wish I had a harem body. <laughs> Okay, so um, he finds out about the fake party, and he assembles a conspiracy. <laughs> Brittany is just shrinking. In I her like shirt. how the only person who is not comfortable with the harem is the one woman. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Brittany. At what? What else is it? <laughs> so he forms a little conspiracy of other uh, Persian nobles. I can attempt their names if you want me to. God, please, I. <sighs> you know okay. what? No, no, if it makes you feel better, I have my episode that I'm doing, and yeah. there are a lot of Japanese names, and I am terrified. What's so. okay? You just go like Sushi Mirabatsu. <laughs> you heard it here first. I it want, wasn't me. I want you guys to know that when it we had me. when we had our guest Dan on, who did an episode about Japan, Jake was the first to be like, "Guys, we really can't do any Japanese accents." It's okay. Um, we've done it. We've done enough episodes now. I think we've got a loyal fan base. No, no, <laughs> eight episodes. This will be nine. <laughs> you couldn't have waited till at least we got in the double digits. Here's the thing. I feel like if someone's stuck with the show long enough by now, they know what we are and the kind of humor we have. I think I can get away with that just once. I thought you were going to say the kind of human beings we are. And I was like, no, the kind ne- of they'll never understand. Uh, those no. We've been friends um, for years and we don't know what kind of human beings we are. Okay, so here are the six Persian nobles we have. Okay. Otanes, Espathenes, Gabrias, <laughs> Intifernes, <laughs> Megabizos... And Hydarnas. These and all, frankly, I thought I did real fucking I think you actually there. did a great job. They all sound like characters from an offbeat fighting game. Yes. Honestly, Prince they of, do. Prince of Persia. Yeah. Mortal Kombat. Okay. And then finally, so these guys get together and they start plotting how to kill the Mage King. And then we get the seventh member of this conspiracy. This is the motherfucker we've been waiting on this entire time. Fucking Darius, also known as Darius, just rolls into fucking town with his own plan to kill the king, because he also knows something. He just rolls up and is like, hi, he everybody. He literally shows up into town. I imagine, like, a fucking Clint Eastwood character from, you know, the Dollars trilogy. Yeah. Like, gets a shot of whiskey. He's like, I'm here to murder the king. And everyone's like, God, you're awesome. <laughs> that is legitimately how it reads in Herodotus. Oh, my God. It reads in Herodotus like this guy figured it all out on his own. And shows up, and everyone's just immediately overawed by his regal bearing. Wonderful. So, um, Darius, his, he was the son of a Persian governor. He rolls into town from Cambyses' army, where apparently he had served as, like, a staff officer, essentially. You know, lance bearer. Okay. Um, basically, this is the guy, he is the most imper- important Persian king, probably. It's either him or Cyrus. Okay. He's the guy who attacks the Greeks at Marathon. So, Darius somehow figures out that the king is an imposter. He traveled to the seat of the power to kill him personally, which is pretty confident, because he did it by himself with no he one else. He just comes whistling up with a sword on his belt. So, he shows up. He gets immediately sucked into the conspiracy, because they all see him and, like, we need this guy on our side. Basically, there is kind of an argument where Darius shows up and says, we need to kill this guy right now. Right the fuck now. Let's all go right, get boys. him now. Listen to me. We're gonna march out in there, and we're <laughs> gonna assassinate the king. I just pictured the dude from Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> oh, it's okay, girl. <laughs> All right, there, girl. 
I will not hear you disgrace the name of Arthur Morgan. Oh, uh, Yeehaw Skyrim? You need... You would you would so love that game. You really would enjoy you, it. You really like it. Brittany, you can spend the entire game just picking different varieties of flowers and herbs. What? And you can you also can just cook. make fun of people and then capture your own horses. <laughs> <laughs> what was the thing that you showed me? The... It's the one where the guy does the great, 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 great antagonize. Yep. Yes, yeah. And he's God, like, it's great. Oh. Um, audience, if you ever played Red Dead Redemption, it's almost been a year. What the fuck are you waiting on? Go play Red Dead oh, Redemption so 2. Good. Thanks for nothing, idiot. Or be like <laughs> me, it. still live in the past, buy yourself a Wii U and get Breath of the Wild also, because it's available for Wii U. <laughs> actually, no, I'm going to say go ahead and support Red Dead Redemption 2 because the guy who plays Arthur Morgan, uh, Roger Clark, I I think is his name. Mm-hmm. Genuinely one of the just sweetest human beings I've oh, ever lived. Yeah. He's one of those guys you can tell he's genuinely so happy to like... <laughs> I just remember what he said. That I, Thanks <laughs> for being an idiot. <laughs> he's like one of those guys who's <laughs> genuinely... Not an idiot. <laughs> yeah. He's so like just incredibly grateful for the fan response he's got. Oh, he's actually awesome. He's an incredibly sweet guy. Re- see any of his YouTube videos. I love him. I really want to meet him. Um, so right. basically there's a little bit of argument between the conspirators. Darius wins out. Basically they see like a potent of an eagle or something. By these just are like all... doing a kickflip on a scooter no, and then it's dabbing. legitimately, what was it? Fuck, I can't remember my Herodotus. They literally like see an eagle fly over. They're like, it's time to kill the king. Yeah. And <laughs> that's really what it that is. That tracks. So, follow the bird, follow the river. So they show up at the palace and they basically... Oh, over all the gods or the guards so they show up and their guards are like you can't come in they're like yes but we're so rich and noble the guards are like got us there come on in here boys (laughs) hello i'm wealthy and i'd like to come inside it's legitimately that (laughs) oh please please do your wall street voice is that what the person no stop Uh, Hi, uh, my name's uh, Campanicius, and uh, <laughs> I'm here to definitely not kill your master. Would you mind I opening the door? I did such a good job on those seven names. Just Go a tiddly bit. I don't know what they were. Go uh, fuck yourself. <laughs> I, you it's do, like the episode you of... You show the... up here, you do none of the reading. <laughs> it's, it's like you do none of the work. No. <laughs> Yeah, it's like that episode yeah. of the Boondocks was like, it doesn't matter what we say. They're rich. They'll just keep clapping and laughing. God. <laughs> God, I love the Boondocks. What a great show. So um, they get in and uh, this... Good one, honey. Thank you. Thank you. That is second burp of the night for Brittany. Third. Easy. Oh, man. I think it's second. You're drunk. Yes. Um, just read. So they get past the guards and then another group of men, Herondas calls them eunuchs, stops them and is like... Maybe we should question these guys. Uh, so they... Hey, maybe you should stop. <laughs> uh, yes, but we're very wealthy. Yeah, but I don't have balls. So who are you guys really? Like, I don't see your name badges anywhere. Listen. It, no, it's kind of that. And basically, like... Money's lost all value to me since I lost the only thing that made me a man in this society. Um, Love it. So basically, like, these eunuchs encounter this group of guys for whatever reason suspect that they're up to something and stop to question them. The conspirators apparently don't try to bluff their way past this, decide the gig is up, and they just pull out knives and start stabbing Holy them. Holy shit! <laughs> Which is awesome. Oh, well, then we need to change the scenario. <laughs> hey, where are you guys going? Kill them. Oh, no! Oh, shit! <laughs> so they literally pull out knives and start stabbing these. Galmata, or Galmata, who's in, like, the royal palace... 
hears what's going on in the courtyard, steps out and sees all his eunuchs being knifed to death. Sounds to me like a eunuch stabbing. I really like the term knifed. <laughs> he just pulls out his own. Oh, they started without me. Uh, by the way, at this point, Galmata has been joined by another wizard. As far as I remember from Hirondas, he doesn't elaborate where this wizard comes from. They bud. There's just another one. They bud. At this point, why not have another wizard? And I want to I, uh, I clarify hear- that we say wizard with air quotes, right? According to Rodas, they're legitimately spellcasters. Damn. They would be an intelligence-based class. Street magic. They would have very low hit points, but they would be really good at casting spells. Shit. <laughs> um, anyway, so they hear this and see they see that they're under attack, so they arm themselves. Okay. Uh, one of them the wizards say, arm themselves. Yes. One of them is able to wound two of the conspirators with a spear. Yeah, right. Before he is killed. Galmata flees yeah. into, like, this dark bedroom, right? He is oh. chased after by Darius and Gabrius. Uh, Gabrius starts fucking grappling with them in the dark. This They're the fighting over the knife. This is the beginning of a great porno. No, no, this is Let honestly... This is, <laughs> this is such a good fucking movie scene. It's these two guys fighting in the dark, and Darius Stop is there. it! Stop it! Oh my god. No. Well, you're, you guys are making fun of me do- for the Japanese accent. I wasn't doing gay. I was just doing, like, pathetic. <laughs> you were. No, you I was just were. doing pathetic. Stop! Stop! So they start, like, fighting in the dark. Darius hears them fighting, and basically, like, in the middle of this, Gabrius yells... Why aren't you stabbing him? And Darius goes, I don't want to hit you by accident. And Gabrius goes, you fool, stab us both. Awesome. It's pretty fucking cool. Gabrius is, is in it to win it. That's fucking metal. Yeah, Gabrius is all on board. I want that says, you fool, stab us both. <laughs> so, so Darius stabs. Luckily, he gets Galmat on the first stab. And it's a great climax to the story. Great climax for everyone. Yeah. Ew. Except for Galmata, who got fucking knifed between oh, the ribs. no. <laughs> So after the assassination is complete, the conspirators cut off the heads and hands of the Majins, and they uh, go through and they literally uh, the limit- heads and the hands. Yeah, they cut off their hands and heads. Just make sure they couldn't do anything. And then they business. literally march through the city. Dead and- if their heads are gone. Also, I'll have you do some card tricks now. They literally go through the city and kill every Magus they come across. Hey, are you a wizard? <laughs> yeah, man, I can do this really great with stabs. <laughs> Nathan, you, <laughs> you with the three foot hat with the stars on it. Yeah, and then so a few days after, Mickey Mouse running through the streets, <laughs> like sorcerer. I oh, know I'm holding this for a friend. <laughs> <laughs> so a few days later, they get together again. They have this discussion about what to do with the empire. You have Otanes who says that they should create a Persian Republic or democracy like what Athens has. All right. I don't believe for a second that happened. No, that was just Herodotus jerking it to the Greeks. Yes. Um, then you have another guy who encourages them to create an oligarchy, which is kind of like, yes, yes, we won't do a republic, but we'll have all the, like, rich people decide. Yeah, what if we just ran everything as because we're wealthy? (laughs) And then you have Darius, who comes forward and says, hey, look, Cambyses and the fake Bardia, those were anomalies. We should do monarchy. And basically they have a whole debate about it, and they finally decide... Um, we should do monarchy, and how we should pick the king, we have, like, seven of the most qualified men here, right? These are all, like, the conspirators, okay. these are the cream of the crop of Persian society. Okay, the big boys. Yeah, how would you how would you decide the Persian king from that group? Okay, so you have seven of the most uh, powerful, influential people in the Persian Empire in Correct. one room. 
And you want to pick a king? Mm-hmm. Ugh, I'm not good at this. Just throw out a throw out an idea to pick a king from those seven men. Uh, you put seven strips of leather in a bag, and the one that pulls the right strip of leather Brittany, is king. You're smarter than your boyfriend. How would you pick a king from that? Wouldn't you like? You know, you have seven of the most eligible people to be monarch. Who's the hottest? I hate both of you. <laughs> On the next episode of the Persian Bachelorette. <laughs> so the idea that I was going for, that I was trying to set you people up for, was these are good patriotic Persians. They should pick a person with talent. Oh. Oh. Yes. Oh. Um, I don't have any of that. No, 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 so. no, no. We were raised on reality television. Okay. But don't worry. Here's the thing, Michael. You were oddly enough closer to what they actually did. Um, they decide Ow. that whoever's horse neighs first. Yeah. Oh, get, this he is gets the, the job. What? Okay. So they're gonna bring seven horses together. Okay. And whichever whoever's horse neighs first after sunrise, he's king of kings. What he the becomes fuck? arguably the most powerful man in the, the world. The closest thing to a deity that a person can become. He can will literally he will literally rule over forty seven percent of the entire Earth's population. Okay. Can you imagine? And it comes down to whose fucking horse neighs first. Can you imagine bringing your dog to a dog park and being like, who's ever whoever dog whoever's barks dog barks first? You're the governor of Fort Wright. I'm Congratulations. Sure, I'm pretty sure a man in Brooklyn had that idea sometime in the mid seventies, and he got a lot in trouble for shooting people. Yeah. So. Um, basically, son of Sam, the son of Sam yes. Killer. I was oh referencing. God, my dog. He tells me to kill people. Oh, you don't understand. He he barked at dawn. I'm the king. We all have. Thank you, good. thank you. You you went in with me on that. I'll go down the road every you, once in a while. You all have very different interests than I do. <laughs> so we I don't. don't. Know why I'm here. <laughs> so basically, Darius wins by cheating. I think Herodotus calls it quote a clever stratagem. Ah. I think what he does is he literally brings like a mare and heat to the area where they're going to put the horses. Oh man, he it bug- just gets that scent all over the he place. He bugs bunnies it. Does he have like a scent gland on his neck? Do you really want to know what I think happens? Please do. I'm pretty sure he has this like master of horse, just like stick a finger in the horse's badge and like smear it all over something. And then they bring his horse to that spot and the horse smells and yeah. And um, Darius becomes king of kings. Which as it turns out it's a pretty fucking good decision for the Persians. Really glad like, they picked the horse strategy. Honestly it comes out pretty good. I mean because here's the thing. Say whatever you say whatever you will about Darius. If he's not the best Persian emperor, he's the second best. So what they really did was set it up to like, okay, we're gonna find a strategy. Who can rig a game better than anybody else? They'll be But king. it's like it's legitimately like that in the best way possible. So that is the official story, right? And it's a fucking great story. It's fun, it's weird, it's all the stuff we love it's about it. It's crazy, there's love, fighting, action. Not a whole lot of love. He kills his sister wife. He But she was pregnant, there was love somewhere in there. That's but true. The baby died. I didn't say God, I said there was love. <laughs> I didn't oh say, it, yeah, I didn't say it lasted. So it's a great story, right? Um, the problem is it's all almost certainly bullshit. What? Herodotus. So here's where I, here's what I really love about talking about this story, right? This is where we as fans of history get to kind of become detectives. Okay. So let's look at the story again, and let's ignore the wizard bit and focus on the story as a whole. Herodotus is the most famous version of, 
like, Herodotus' version of the story is the most famous version. It's the blockbuster. Yeah, but there are actually numerous Greeks who wrote about the story, including Plato. All of these Greeks, stop. Stop spitting your bottle. <laughs> he wants to see who he can cast. I hate all of this. You're killing me. I'm casting a spell. <laughs> I'm a wizard now. I'm the Magi. <laughs> so, a bunch of Greeks wrote about this. Uh, God, you're so hot. <laughs> Leave him. He's the only one that'll tolerate me. <laughs> um, so basically, a bunch of Greeks wrote about the story. They all... What's a good way to say it? They all get the story from one place. Okay. Somewhere in Iran, there's a cliffside. And on this cliffside is erected a bunch of carvings and a bunch of writing. This is called the Beshtun Inscription. Mm-hmm. It says, Bob um, Evans, next nope. exit. Hold up, <laughs> shut your fucking mouth. We get this inscription. There's like a British army officer in the 1800s who translated it. Oh, so it's still there. It's still there to That's this insane. day. That's insane. It's literally older than the Christian religion. Wow. Um, The problem is this inscription was put up and maybe even directly written by Darius. Yeah. Imagine you're a murder investigator. Okay. Or a detective. Always. It's kind of the only thing that gives you life. Um, you show up at a place, dames, and you get a you get the description of the murder and the who done it by the most likely suspect. Mm-hmm. Is that worth anything? Uh, it's not worth much in terms exactly. of the accuracy. So basically, what we get is all of this story comes from Darius's big billboard that he put in the middle of the Persian Empire, which talks about how he came to the throne, how he saved Persia from this fucking wizard. And then how, essentially, Ahura Mazda picked him as the divine ruler of the Persian Empire. Got it. Yeah. Um, so, essentially, this whole story fucking falls apart. It, it, the whole thing depends on one linchpin. The wizard. Nope. Is Cambyses is actually crazy. Oh. Oh. So, let's look at this real quick, right? The only source that we have for Cambyses' insanity is Darius himself mm-hmm. and the Egyptian nobles that Herodotus, you know, he didn't interview them directly, but he inter- he interviewed their descendants. Mm-hmm. He interviewed people with a bone in this fight who did not like uh, Cambyses. Everybody who had a reason to lie about this. Exactly. Oh, shit. All right. Well. So let's look at Cambyses' accomplishment by itself. He is the guy who brought in probably the richest province of the Persian Empire into the Persian Empire. He did it in a way that people didn't like. Essentially, what we get from Cambyses from the seven years of his rule, he was probably an above-average ruler. Okay. And he's just been unfairly tarred and feathered by history. Because hmm. the guy that came after him needed to put on a good show. Exactly. Well, he needed to put on a good show. He needed to show that he came to the throne legitimately. Right. Oh, the other fun thing is... um. Also, if we look at Cambyses and assume that he's not crazy, he also probably didn't kill his brother. <gasps> what we probably had happen... So we have essentially have three options, right? One, Darius is telling the truth, okay. which is technically possible. It's not like people knew what Bardia looked like. You could probably have an imposter take over and say, hey, I'm Bardia, look. I mean, that happened kind of often. It could happen. Because the closest thing you would get to a portrait of Bardia would be like a bad stamping on a coin. Right. Or, you have the real Bardia, who asserts his own legitimate claim on the throne against his own brother. His brother dies, making Bardia the legitimate king. 
and then Darius jumps on the opportunity and kills the legitimate king and takes the throne for himself. And then sets up a story to make it look like he was the real inheritor of the power anyway. Yeah. No, 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 you don't understand. That Barney that I killed, he was a wizard. He was a he fake He was a Barney. lying wizard. Yeah. He wasn't the son of King, uh, the son of Cyrus. I redeemed Cambyses. He's by not him. a real heir. Exactly. Or, and here's the really juicy, like, fun one. Um, essentially, the same story, except Darius doesn't just take advantage of the opportunity. Darius creates the whole thing. By fucking killing Cambyses and Bardia himself. Oh. Darius was situated in Cambyses' army as what's called a standard bearer. Essentially, he was a high-ranking staff officer, is what it sounds like. So he's a guy who would have had direct access to Cambyses, access to essentially all the intelligence that Cambyses was getting. Mm-hmm. He would have known the exact like situation of the Persian yeah, Empire. Yeah, he could at that pick time. the place in the time. Exactly. So if you go by that one, which honestly I kind of think is the most legitimate one, Bardia rises up in revolt. Cam or Darius, smelling an opportunity, kills the legitimate king of kings. It then goes and kills his brother, and then sets himself up on the throne and becomes... And the then creates a whole propaganda empire. story about why he's the good guy for doing it. Yep. Ooh. So honestly, that's... Yeah. First off, the the official story's fun as hell to talk about. Yeah. But then the whodunit aspect is even more fun. Yeah, right? it really is a big old detective story. It really is. Yeah. Because it's essentially you have to look at the witnesses, i.e. the primary sources, the Egyptians and Darius himself... And you have to kind of ask, you know, uh, who benefits from this? Right. And it comes down to it just one of those fun things where it's like, oh, Darius fucking killed everyone. Yeah. And I mean, again, it's a weird thing where that kind of works out better for the Persians because um, Darius is probably the best Persian emperor who ever lived. He's an incredibly effective leader. Shit. To give you an idea, he is the one who attacks the Greeks and leads the Battle of Marathon. Uh Uh-huh. The Battle of Marathon has been talked about by some historians as a more important event in English history than the Battle of Hastings. Oh, wow. Damn. I mean, think about that. Imagine, like, people talking about the United States and saying, yeah, yeah, this battle that happened in Greece 2,000 years, or, like, 1,000 years before your country existed, that's a more important event to your history than the Battle of Yorktown. Right. That, that is very, like, crazy, yeah. though, to right. think about. Like, something that no people from your country had anything to do with, and that is more important to your country than, you know... The founding story yeah, of like your country. The, yeah, the founding, essentially, not dynasty, but you know what I mean. Right. Well, I think it's kind of like the butterfly effect. Like... Yeah. Well, no, that's exactly what it is, because, I mean... If you didn't get this, then you don't get all the yeah. things that happen after it. Right. Yeah. It makes sense, but it is still it's just, like it's kind crazy. of wild to think about. Right. Yeah, like I don't know if I fully believe that, but the fact that you have credible historians who are talking about that even to this day, right. yeah. is crazy. To well, me. it shows just how important his you know aspect yeah. of history is. I mean, Darius history as a whole, like it doesn't just like stop. Yeah, it's and all start. domino right. It's I all it. yeah. Honestly, exactly. history's fucking fantastic for exactly that reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I get the whole like they're very specific. Areas of interest people have. There, like, there like are history. bits of history that are particularly juicy, or right. honestly, parts of history that we just know more about. That's yeah. why the um, 
I mean, late Roman Republic is interesting because we have so much yeah. from that. Well, I mean, we, we just talked about it before we really started recording, but like, I mean, how many years in a row did we all study the Holocaust? Many. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. probably... We have a lot of documentation. Yeah. Like well, it's also fifth, one of those things... Probably fifth grade for me until I graduated high school. Mm-hmm. Well, it's also one of those things where um, there are certain periods in history where just a lot happens. What's that Lenin quote? There are decades when nothing happens, and then years where decades happen. Yeah. yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it's something like that. I'm probably butchering it. But, I mean, I mean, you could probably pull out a history book about... Or, no, correction. You could not find a history book about the year 1994, probably. But, I mean, you could find one about the year the Battle of Marathon took place. Sure. And, again, it's about what's, it's about what's available and yeah, what's been investigated. <laughs> It's about yeah. what's available and what's been investigated. And then just what happened. Yeah. Right. Like, there are certain years where just a lot happens. Sure. And then certain years were just, like, it's tumbleweeds. It's one of those things where years of peace and plenty doesn't make for good reading. Well, I also don't think that that's necessarily good history, though. Because you have to... No, history I, I agree. You need to... History you need isn't about a, a series of important events... I mean, history can be looked at from a whole bunch of different no, perspectives. No, you're, you're absolutely right. And until recently, there really was this way of looking at the world where it's about the great men and the great events, yeah. which has an important place in the study. But the experiences of the everyday, right, the mundanity of history, makes up the vast bulk of what history is. It's important to understand that, too. So the, year, the years where you don't have the big events are every bit as important to investigate as the big years. Right. Yeah, I fully agree with you. It's just, I think there are also certain periods of history that kind of lend itself to a certain degree of, there are years that get written about numerous times by numerous historians for sure. certain reasons. And sure. it's because, frankly, it me- it makes juicy reading. It's interesting. Well, yeah. But it, I mean, I'm just saying it's every bit as important to examine the years that aren't as juicy. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree with you. I'm just, sure. You know, yeah. History's good. History's great. <laughs> Honestly, I had history a... History, um, good. I had a, a college history professor, and he was fantastic. He was also really weird. He made us watch Chariots of the Gods, you know, the whole thing about ancient oh, aliens. yeah. He had a thing where he talked about history, and he's like, you guys go to, movie, or go to movies on the weekends to watch, you know, all this stuff, like drama, romance, action, all that... History has all of that in there. Yeah. History can find the best stories you can imagine. That's why I love it. It's yeah. so much fun. That's actually why I picked this one. I mean, I said at the beginning, treat her with the grain of salt. But if even a like a part of his story here with Darius come to the throne is true. Even if the story he's hinting a, at is true. That's a fucking awesome story. Yeah. It's oh, yeah. like these seven guys make like a fucking special ops commando team and go in and kill the king. Right. That's cool as shit. Right. That's a D&D campaign. Right. Like, I mean, you know, honestly, well, yes. This, like, with the story I just gave you now, great D&D It would campaign. make a great Dungeons & Dragons campaign. Yeah. So, long story short, it's, um, it's entertaining as hell. History as a whole is fun. I would say if you like really weird and out there history, anything about the ancient world's great. Oh, because yeah. Because it's so fucking weird. It's like, it's, it's, a, it's another kind of Wild West. In a yeah. lot of ways. Well, um, what I love about us three doing this show is that we all have different interests in 
like within history. Yeah. It's not like we all like history. It's that like we all like specific. We all come from very kinds different places. Of music. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And so I think that it really like makes up for a good show. Like yeah. we all like different things. Well, that's so a great thing like about history thing, too. There's so episode. much there that we can do. Right, we can do a yeah. topic on anything. Michael did an episode on D and D. You're going to do an episode. I don't want to give it away, but you're going to do an episode on something. Um, you want to do an episode on the console wars, the nineties. So I just did excited. one on, yeah. you know, the time we're all very much drunk. We should wrap this up. Are we? <laughs> yes. We've been at this so long. I'm not sure. Um, I know, as always, thank you all so much for listening. Um, sorry there's been kind of a delay this month, August. It's as been a, a whole crazy month. Been, it's for been a really crazy month. I would say probably one of the worst months of my life, yeah, but that's a whole other thing. Oh, it's been great. Um, <sighs> so thanks for bearing with us. We'll try to get these out as quickly as we can. Yep. We, we cannot thank you all enough for your patience and just for bearing with us. Yeah, we've got a release schedule back set up now, and we're getting ready to start re-releasing everything, and we'll be back with you soon. So, Jake, thank you so much. This is a fun one. Hey, thank you for having me almost as if I'm a regular guest member. Wow. <laughs> yeah, well. What? You? We can yeah. always edit you out if we decide not to. <laughs> we need to delete this this entire audio file. Start, you could. Start fresh. It's almost as if we've done that before. What? <laughs> No. <laughs> oh yes um okay thank you all so much uh we appreciate it as always if you want um find us on social media we run facebook twitter i think Brittany's running our instagram i really don't know i've never been able to find it i'm not oh we don't have an instagram <laughs> i'm running my instagram you guys are we're so following me there <laughs> uh don't there's not a lot she doesn't post pictures of a lot of elf TV. ears <laughs> a lot of elf ears that's right um I don't know. Other than that, uh, if you want to reach out to us, you can find us at what is that drunkthunks at gmail.com. That's yep. correct. Um, right. Send us episode ideas, anything like that. If you really want to help out the show, please rate and review us on iTunes and just tell us about or tell your friends and uh, I won't say your family. Don't do that. Um, tell your family. Be brave. Yeah. Tell Don't your family. To that. Um, you... Tell random stranger the, strangers on the bus about us. Yeah. But yeah, give us a five-star review on iTunes. Even if you hate us, you can give us a five-star review and tell us that we're awful, that we're horrible, horrible people. You can give us a five-star rating ironically. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Um, otherwise, thank you all so much. We thank can't you, guys. That. I love you guys no, so much. No, I love you more. You whore. I hate you. <laughs> Have a great Why night, everybody. Why do I do show with you? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I love you. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. I love you more. <laughs>